Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 309 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles. Joined as always by the pride of the 610, Willie Sailor. To my left, Kyle Brackey, Mr. Turf, in his bison gear, kissing up to Gerard Garnett. That's cool. I'm not mad at it. I feel bad. I didn't mean to like clown his question. I was thought maybe he wanted us to mention NDSU. Yeah, I know, and I'm sure he would love that. But I, you know, I, I trust Gerard. That you know. He's a genuinely curious guy. And yeah. to my right, the Wrestling Nomad. And uh, we're here today. It is August the whatever. And this is the dog days of summer. So a lot of hypothetical conversations, some fun um, some fun topics to get into. Do we um, want to say what uh, episode this is? I will leave that to you. Yes, this is episode 309, which is? It is the Illinois uh, episode, including Bloomington, Canton, East Moline, East Peoria, Galesburg, Kewanee, Maycomb, Minook, Moline, Morton, Norrell, Normal Peak in Peoria and Rock Island, in addition to many smaller communities in the western part of central Illinois. Rock Island. So this is the Barlow McGee episode. Yes. So this is the Barlow McGee episode of if, FRL. If there's any state that loves me more than Illinois, <laughs> please Do they? Iowa. Oh. <laughs> well, see, here's the thing about Iowa. So we, we, we make fun of Nomad as, a, as an Iowa hater because he does hate Thomas Gilman. He has a voodoo doll that he tortures. That's fact. He's confirmed this on multiple shows. Now, here's where you can't merely maybe say he's an Iowa hater. Is it more that he is just a Spencer Lee lover to such a high degree that um, that it maybe sh- clouds how he views the rest of the Hawkeyes and potentially Spencer Gilman. Lee lover. He loves Spencer. He loves Spencer Lee so much he put Dayton fix number one because Dayton lost more. Okay, he's learned a lot that since then. That was not the argument. We won't get into that one in particular. It was but hold on, I remember this guy coming into the U.S. Open when we thought Spencer was going to compete. He predicted Spencer to beat Dayton, beat Gilman, make the team, be the guy, win worlds, and also win three consecutive Hodge trophies and three straight Hodges. Wow! 
and the Gorian, and OW. And the Tony Mendoza Award. Yes, and a Lifetime Achievement. So I think, well, we do say he is an uh, Iowa hater, and that is fun. And I do think we should keep that joke going, guys. <laughs> um, regardless of his authenticity, I think we should say it. Um, I do want to say there's at least one Hawkeye that has a special place in his heart. Spencer. Oh, oh yeah. Gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, thought, I thought you were going. I thought you were going somewhere else. There. I was like, Pat Lugo. Okay. Anyway, um, Willie, what's up? You were talking about S- Scott Green's post. I have no idea what that means. Scott Green. Uh, well, you know, we're t- coming up with ideas for the show. We we start a doc every show, a document every show. We put t- ideas in there, and um, it's just. Hey, let's be honest. It's it's the dog days of summer. There's not much going on, um, especially on the mat. There, you know, the world team camp's about to start in a couple days here. It's just it, it's an oddly time. It's an odd time, and you know, it doesn't help that the USA or the UWW calendar is uh, not regular. Every year it's different. So, mm-hmm. but this year it seems like there's an, a, an awful long gap and. Scott Green came out with uh, Scott Green, the head coach of Wyoming Seminary, who you often see me and him get in Twitter beefs for. What you don't know is half the time that we're in those Twitter beefs, we're DMing each other. But um, even more, guy. even more hateful things. <laughs> but yeah, no, we're we're laughing at stuff. But uh, great guy, love the guy, and, and he came out with um, a a statement, not a statement, but a tweet yesterday. Um, that he doesn't believe in fall, he doesn't believe in fall competition, and um, so it sort of applies to this region, like August to the start of the season. Uh, he says, "Why compete after after Fargo? You know, practice, practice a lot, uh, but there's no real need to compete." And he says he doesn't want to, you know, why why peak again, you know. Well, that, I think that's easy for, for Coach Green to say, and sorry to cut you off, but I do want to make this point. Easy for him to say when their team goes to Ironman, goes to all these great tournaments. Right. For, for so many teams, Super 32, which is what he's basically talking about, Journeyman Classic, which is what he's talking about, who's number one, where he's actually sent kids. Um, th- those are the opportunities that, that many kids have. When's RBY going to get to wrestle? Um, the you know, someone of, of Joey Silva's caliber. You know, sometimes when you're hamstrung by your states, it's the best thing for these guys to do. And I get it for um, some, it, why it doesn't make sense, because you're going to have opportunities at four other national tournaments because you wrestle for a powerhouse program like Wyoming Sim. So it's, I think it's easy for him to have that perspective. Yeah, I mean, that's part of it too. And and he, know, he knows that or should know that, or maybe he didn't think about that, but... A couple days before that, me and him had gotten to a thing where I was saying, I was saying, home, homegrown talent should stay home, and he he took that to mean preps. I wasn't talking about preps. I was talking about, I was talking about a kid that grows up on this side of the town and goes to a private school. I was talking about the kid that grows up in Easton and goes to Becca. A kid that grows up in Nazareth and goes to Becca. Right. Uh, I was talking about a, a Cody Wirechalk. Uh, who goes to Cannon Mac or Zane Rutherford who goes to Bet, right? That's yeah. what that's what I'm. Why would you about. not be referring to prep schools though? 
Um, I think you totally should. I mean, otherwise, it's the exact same point. Like, why, if you're if you're saying stay home, I mean, at least they're home-ish, home-esque. I mean, well, it, it turned into it turned it. What started it was a bunch of kids from Easton went to Notre Dame right up the street. Right? It's like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, one of his points was, and he didn't say it on Twitter. He said it in a DM to me. He's like, I think a lot of kids go to these other schools just for the Ironmans, just for the beasts, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and absolutely, that's what they're chasing. Absolutely, they right. They want to go to these big tournaments. Um, which the thing is, though, Ironman just about lets anybody. In. I mean, they let partials in unless your unless your high school doesn't allow you to travel alone or something like that you can you can get in if you're a stud anyway but um yes you're right the rby what's what is rby going to do if he can't go to ironman if he can't go to beast in the east or or you know maybe he goes to a reno or something but what is he supposed to do from from fargo until April, the, U- the U.S. Open. Yeah. So, like, I you know, love Scott Green. I don't, I don't really like that that take or that perspective. And not only be, not only just because of that long gap, and not only just because of the opportunities, but because really you're talking about maybe one time. And he said, you know, I want the, I want the guys to peak for. Uh, uh, maybe Ironman and maybe um, uh, national preps, you know. Yeah. And I, I, I agree with. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I agree with that, right? I mean, all everything is great. Ironman's great. Super Thirty Two is great. If I'm the head coach of most high schools, public high schools, or or PIAA or New Jersey, I want my kids winning state titles, right? Ironman's great. I would love them to win Ironman, but I want, I want. You know, you want to win the Super Bowl. You want to win the ending competition of your thing. So I get that. But it's not an – I don't think it's an either-or proposition. I mean, you're asking to – and not even necessarily peak but compete um, one time in October. From from July 15th or whatever Fargo ended to uh, probably like December 1st, December 10th. Yeah, that's a long gap to say. Hey, let's get up for one tournament. Yeah, not that big a deal. Yeah, no, I, I mean, it's not right for everyone. And if you have a juicy in-season schedule, then you are fortunate, and you are probably going to uh, one of those power prep schools like a LHP, Blair, Sim. But most schools don't get to hit that trifecta, right? Where you go to Ironman, and then you have a great end-of-season thing like. National preps, which, which you know, you're gonna have some some tough competition, etc. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's right. Not just it's it's bad enough that um, some kids don't. Some kids walk through their whole season. Yeah. Right. Some kids are in small states. They don't get challenged uh, all year long. Right. No. Good. Good. Uh, good discussion. I think it's also <clears throat> it's it's hard when. There's so many moving parts. Like you guys mentioned, there's a lot of states that don't allow kids to travel. Um, and as it stands, 
you know, we and Millie had this conversation on who's number one on the show. As it stands, a lot of the data that we have on kids is only in freestyle because that is their only chance to actually get um, competition. So the, the, the problem they're in becomes no one wants to do folk style after their state tournament ends because if you are on that level, you are getting ready for um, Akron mm-hmm. or you're too old for Akron, you're getting ready for um, you know your regional duels in Fargo because you're in freestyle mode. Well, that really only leaves one time of year where yeah, you can have um, high level folk style comp, high level folk style competitions. Who's number one? Super thirty two, Journeyman. Um, the list goes on from there. So it's like this is this, this is just kind of the the season that we have, and so it's not ideal. I would, so I, I, would I even throw I would even throw who's number one out. Like who's number one? We're talking about twenty kids, eighteen. You know, and they're already like, so established that they don't have to. Yeah. They don't have to quite prove themselves as much. I mean, if you, if you're in that, if you're in that, you're getting recruited. You have your options. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, you're 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 right, Nomad. That's that's the reality. If you want to prove yourself in folk style and you don't go to an Ironman beast, I mean, you can't control that. You can't yeah. control your schedule by and large. You can control if you go to Super Thirty Two or Journeyman. And um, I I think it's good that they but they I, have that option. I I took Coach Green's post as more of a um, I don't know if complaint's the right word, but more of um, a comment on on the the current season and the current um, ebb and flow of, of what a high school is actually able to do nowadays and how that in and of itself probably isn't ideal for for development. For I mean, again, if you have a kid that's on a certain development plan and he takes a loss when he is not at his best and then – you see them two months later and they're both properly peaked and that kid destroys the kid they lost to. Like, but the problem is for rankings purposes, um, no, Willie, no, has to, Willie has to only look at the, the black and white. No, but I'm, but I'm saying, Willie, you, you only look like you can't take those things into consideration, nor should you. It's, it's dumb to, but yeah, but, yeah I know. I know. I also get that, but let's not, let's not pretend that peaking is some, crazy thing where I let's, th- let's, let's not pretend peaking is some crazy thing wherein at the super 32 you might win 4-1 or you might lose 4-1 but when you're peaked at iron man you'll win 17-0 i mean it doesn't happen it's like peaking's one thing right i'm wrestling my best uh it's not that drastic of a measure exactly exactly um, not to the extent that you, you, you're going to go from unranked to, yeah, I'm probably like the best in the country now because I'm peaked. No, yeah. I don't think it's from unranked, but I think it could be a difference from 12 to 5. Yeah, but I think it's important not to just marginalize any like um, disparity in results as someone being more or less peaked. It's just like there's a lot of other factors oh, that can, I mean, of course that can not. go into it as well. All right, so that's good stuff. I had a kid, I had a kid email me a couple weeks ago that, well, he beat him when it mattered most, which is on the front side of the bracket. A few hours later, he lost on the back side of the bracket. That's not – he wasn't peaking for that. <laughs> yeah, that's, exactly. That's – I mean, oh if, you, if you hit a kid twice in the same <clears throat> tournament and you win one, you lose one, like, yes, they both count equally. Yeah. Yeah, that's a thing too, right? Like, uh, how many times have you seen a tournament uh, – a result reversed within the same tournament? They wrestle twice. The results are different. I mean, we get somebody was peaking in a different round. 
Yeah. I don't get the, I don't, I don't know. play the Pikachu. Okay, so yeah, Scott Green with his first world problems can very easily say don't go to Super 32, even though Wyoming sent Seminary routinely sends kids to Super 32. Um, well, I mean, <laughs> to be no, to be fair, um, he said he would, you know, he would never discourage kids from going. They want to go, good, great. Um, but that uh, he's not going to specifically train in his cycle to 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 get up for that for those kind of tournaments and those tournaments at that time. Um, so yeah. Yeah. And that's probably what he's evaluated on too. Like literally, yeah, literally professionally when they wear sure. Wyoming seminary singlets. So that's a, you know, that helped. That's good for him to mm -hmm. focus on what he wants to focus on, but it's not necessarily what is best for the kids building of their, how they're viewed in the, by college coaches simply. There's also, this could be getting into muddy waters. There's also like an interesting dichotomy because so you have Sam and you have Blair, and Scott Green essentially is like, I'm not, like Willow's saying, I'm not going to train you or I'm not going to specifically encourage you to do these things. But if you are, if you do want to do them, like, I'm not going to talk you out of it. But in Blair, there's more of, I don't know if it's understood or if it's just, like, commanded to them or whatever, but, like, they definitely do not do Super 32, and they definitely do not do um, Journeyman. They, like, they don't do these, these fall folk-style events. So... Um, it is kind of interesting that those two schools yeah. that that um, you know, as Christian was saying, like have first world problems, where they 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 are able to go to a lot of major folk style tournaments. That Scott Green maybe gives them a little more leeway, or 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 encourages a little more leeway. Um, but and, and Blair, like you can't say it's Antonelli because it was Buxton too. It's like Blair has been this way for for years. So I don't think it's a specific coaching thing. It's just that there's different mindset, different understanding at Blair. Cool. Mm -hmm. Well, what, I mean, one last thing. Graham never went anywhere. Now you're starting to see a couple kids going here and there, but Graham never went anywhere, and their schedule typically hasn't been very tough. Well, they usually have a good duel, and they have Iron Man. Um, haven't had a good duel for the past few years. Haven't though. they been dueling Eds? Yeah, they have dueled. Yeah, okay, I guess they have one duel, but I'm saying like they haven't hit Blair. Didn't in a they while. go up in they haven't dual hit Blair division in a while. this past year? I think that was enforced, though. I think that was like a OH. But they still did it, like, and then won it. Yes, they did. Don't be. But I'm saying, as far as like traveling, other places. Yes, this year, this year generally different was a little bit different because they did do DCC duels and they did go up, but um, they like they hadn't hit Blair they didn't, for a little while. They didn't do that. DCC duels. Oh, that's right. Ed's had DCC duels. They were supposed. They had, weren't they, they supposed to go to like Clash and then they backed out? No, they were supposed to go to DCC duels and then they backed out. Okay. That's what it was. Mm. And then went to Clash, but didn't go there either. Okay. Uh, quick, quick. Uh, can I get a Sandy Stevens correction? Um, Jade Maddox, still on Ohio State. Um, something happened, but just leave it at that. Apologies. That was inaccurate. Uh, the Wrestling Nomad. You're going on vacation, and Willie wants to talk about it. Willie's well, I, he I think Willie's concerned. And Nomad dropped it at the end of the, who's number one the show yesterday. Um, you know, I'm like, hey, who's number one the show next week? We'll do this, this, and that. And Nomad's like, well, I'm going on vacation. I'm going. I won't be here. And then he had to pry it out of him what he's doing, and he's going home. He's, he's going he on vacation. So needlessly cryptic, and I can just imagine him. Really, oh, where are you going? Ah, yeah. 
He just doesn't well, get to the well, I don't know. He didn't even say he was going anywhere at first. At first, he was like, I don't know if we can have the show next week. I'm like, why not? Why wouldn't we? Well, I don't I don't know. And Spay had to be like, he's going home. Yeah. Are you going? Now, hold on. Now, if you didn't know, the Wrestling Nomad is from Baltimore County, which has nothing to do with Baltimore City, just so you know that. But you know who else is in Baltimore right now? Downey. Are you going? Are you going oh, for? Yeah, a tra- me, me are you going to get him ready? Because he's me, he's me getting and, ready to travel. Yeah, me and me and Downey are training um, camp. Right, we're going to get ready for the Zielkowski. I'm going 57. He's going 86. <laughs> nice. That's ideal training situation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, good. We hope you have fun. C- crack some bows. Are you going to fly there or drive? Bike. Dang it! Answer the question. <laughs> What to Poland? We're gonna fly. No, to uh, to Maryland. Yes, I'm gonna. Gosh. All right, <laughs> next topic. Next. Did your we have to stop. Poland? We have to stop. We have to stop. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I brought that up. Okay. Um, we'll hit an early FRL question because I really want to do this. Can we get a? This is from David Welchel at Stilly underscore Vanilli. That's great. And he has a <laughs> Stilly Vanilli with a. Uh, Pistol Pete avatar, so uh, definitely an Oklahoma State fan. He wants to know what's up with Iowa versus Oklahoma State. He wants a whiteboard war. He says never too early. And uh, here at FRL, we 100% agree with that. Uh, never too early for a whiteboard war, whether it's uh, potentially real or fictitious. Here we go. So one thing we have to do before we start this whiteboard war is we have to agree on who is wrestling. Now, mm-hmm. we're going, it's guessing, whatever, but we can't have something where someone says, oh, I think Pitch will beat DeSanto. Well, I think DeSanto beats Brock. Well, I think it's G and not. So here's, and basically the questions are all with Oklahoma State's roster. So if you want to fight one of these, let's fight it. But I'm going to give you the Oklahoma State starting lineup first as I see it right now, August the whatever. Dayton Fix, 25, <coughs> 33, Nikki Pitch and Ninny. 141, Cade Brock. 149, Boo Lou Allen. Um, 157, Shomers. Uh, 65, Joe Smith. 74, Chandler Rogers. 84, Jacoby Smith. 97, Preston Weigel. And 285, Derek White. Um, Should I switch Joe and Chandler? No, you should put in Dakota Gear. Over Jacoby? Are you sure? Uh, no, not 100%, but pretty darn sure. Who do you guys think's better? Uh, <laughs> where, did, where did you have Joseph Smith? 65. Oh, man. Accurate. What do you think? He's going 97? You think he's going 65? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, well, pretty sure he changed, like, his Instagram handle yeah, no, or something going, to 65. 65. Oh, JoJo did? Yeah. Jo- yeah. JoJo 90s, his baby? His name's Joseph. I know, but his Twitter handle is like JoJo90s, baby. The boy's name is Joseph. He he changed it to White Bison. (laughs) (laughs) At White Bison 165. Okay, I'll put in gear there. Um, Okay, fine. All right. I mean, that's my... Oh, here's here's another... Here's a question. Could Jacoby stay 74 and keep Chandler out of the lineup? I don't think it's... Um, really out of the question. I, I, I think it's going to be Chandler Gear. That's what I think. Okay. I'd be surprised if he beat Chandler. Yeah. I don't know. Ch- I love Chandler. I love I love all these guys. I don't know. It's tough <laughs> for me to say. Okay. Let's start with uh. Let's get the let's get this 
garbage one out of the way. Dayton Fix versus Spencer Lee. 125 pounds. I want this steel cage match. 25 and 33. Just throw all four of them in and let them them fight. Battle Royale. I I think you can't watch 2018 NCAAs and pick against Spencer Lee until you see someone beat him is my Mm -hmm. outlook. New guy, different guy. I think Dayton can beat him in freestyle, potentially. I think that's, I mean, well, he has, so that would be strong evidence to that point. But um, I think when you factor in the mat, it's, it's, uh, it could be, I don't think he, it's bonus, but I think it's a kind of a comfortable 5-2 kind of thing. Kind of like the Soriano match? Maybe, Suri- yeah, Soriano-esque gets a, he's not going to light him up on his feet, I don't think, but I think he will get a takedown and a turn. And I think Dayton won't be able to down at 125. That's my thought. Spencer, WBD. Yeah, I think uh, probably the consensus outside of the state of Oklahoma is that um, is that Spencer wins this, right? I mean, uh, wins this particular matchup and for all the reasons that you said. Um, now, inside the state of Iowa, they might think Spencer turns him a bunch. Uh, bordering on on bonus, but I think for the sake of argument, I mean, we got Spencer decision here. Yeah, I think so. That's what I said. You know what's interesting? He sometimes you think about his first pitch match. He won, um, so, sort of handily, but pitch was coming at the end. I don't know if he even got bonus. Right? He didn't. He like did not get bonus. 10-6 ten ten or six. something like that. Yeah. Okay. But then later, annihilates him, right? NATO, he has a couple matches, uh, nip and tuck. And at NCAAs, an- he annihilated him. He was up big when he pinned him, right? So there's something. I don't know if he figures things out the more he gets his hands on guys. Um, there's a little evidence to that, although he did lose to NATO the second time, and he beat him the first time. So in that way, it doesn't necessarily jive. But I think there is something to be said for his ability to um, figure things out and turn guys. So maybe opportunity number one, it's a little more of a feeling out process. Now, this, are they wrestling Stilly, right? Yes. It's supposed to be Stillwater, yeah. Stillwater. So, okay, Um, you guys, let's go. I think you guys pretty much nailed the breakdown of the match. I agree with you. Spencer by decision. Spencer the Tech Dispenser. By by what? By a, a decision. Okay. You, understand you can't how, say Tech. You understand how it's confusing to yeah. call him the Tech Dispenser and then say he wins by decision, That's right? That's his nickname. <laughs> okay. That's his nickname. Spencer Lee, the pinfall guy. By decision. Uh. <laughs> All right, next up, I'm saying Nick Piccinini. I know how to say his name because his father corrected us while we were eating a delicious a nice Italian dinner. Nice Italian dinner. Godfather dinner. You know when, when John Smith and, and uh, Nick Piccinini roll up to eat there before NCAAs? You did good. Found a nice spot. It was delicious. So anyways, clarification there. Nick Piccinini versus Austin DeSanto. Oh my goodness. I have no idea. Um, this one, this is a definite, could go either way. I could see a scenario where DeSanto's just so forward Pitch just uses that against him and just living on his legs, able to finish, present some problems on top for DeSanto. And I could see a scenario where it's just like DeSanto is just like way too much, way too in his face, and he's like dumps him three times and wins like 12 to four. Um, 
Yeah, I guess it, forward, 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 I mean, very, speaking in generalities, is um, is hardest to do against the Oklahoma State style, right? Because they use, they use those elbows and, and shrugs and stuff and level changes um, against you. Yeah. Uh, it, it, you know, I kind of... I always say about the size thing, and you always poo-poo it, but this one might be one where I, I, I'll mention it again because DeSanto has mentioned 41, and Pitch probably in a, you know, he's not a full 33, so that could come into play. I but do not. I don't know. I think Piccinini is will be adequately sized at 33. I don't think he's small. Um, I know, I mean, he's been there for like four or five years down at that weight. I think... I think he's ready to grow and get he, a little bigger. I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't know. Like, Who has last, gone from 25 to 33 and struggled with size in the history of wrestling? I'm not saying he's going to struggle with size, but I'm not sure he's ready to grow. I mean, when Willie and I went there for uh, – they had a Friday night duel with somebody and then a Saturday duel, like back-to-back days. And yeah. after the Friday duel, we go eat. And there's Pitch, like, eating a full meal. And mm-hmm. we're like, okay, he's not wrestling tomorrow. We get there, and he made weight easy. Yeah, and when, when, I, was in a, when I was in Italy for that duel, his weight was, like, not even a thing. Hmm. Like, but so, but, but when, when you know you're going 125, then you would do sure. that. It's not like... Cow- it's maybe not like he's been bulk. on the Cowboy Bulk job this summer. Yeah. 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 Are you going to put it out of question that he could get up to, be, to weigh 140 pounds routinely? And, no. You know? Well, right, but probably DeSanto, probably, you know, 45-50. Yeah. I, I, didn't, um, I, didn't, I, I, I don't know. I'm going to take pitch in this match. Mm-hmm. This is tough. This might be, like, the biggest, like, toss-up where... By decision, William? Yeah, for sure. Who do you Who'd take? Who would you, you take, Will? Pitch. pitch. I took pitch. Man. <sighs> Man, this is tough. Go, Kyle. Yeah. I don't know yet. I don't know why. Give me DeSanto. Sure, you know why. DeSanto. He could certainly win. No, I know, but like, I don't. Yeah, you don't. <laughs> I'm not going to give you some breakdown or something. Yeah. Like, Nomad. Yeah. Gets a takedown 30 seconds in. I think, I think in an ultimate twist of fate, Piccinini will have three cautions and mm. in an ironic mm-hmm. moment give DeSanto the win. No, I I actually am going to go DeSanto. Not, not for the horsepower reasons. Um, I don't know. You know what? I got pitch. I got pitch. I firmly believe Nicholas J. Piccinini is a superior wrestler. Well, you hate DeSanto. However. We're back on it. <laughs> Wear my hat. Looking at these U23, uh, 11-9 with Ryan Haskett, 2-2 Mickey Phillippe, um, up at 61. He got smoked by Vito. It's freestyle. I don't know. Um I'm gonna go with the better wrestler, but the horsepower <laughs> thing may be very real. That <laughs> wow, gonna and go pitch is, I think pitch is gonna win the match on top. <clears throat> yeah, I think that's his very well could pitches pitches maybe maybe Oklahoma State's best top wrestler. Nah, Weigel, but pitch probably him. It's him and pitch. Anyway, give me pitch based on top game. However, horsepower may be concerned if he does in fact go 133 the whole year. Yeah. I think the next matchup is interesting. I do too. Cade Brock versus Max Murin. Mm-hmm. I think this is power double. Listen, I have I have a 
an admitted vulnerability here with Cade. Um, Bit of a I, blind spot. I have a blind spot. I have a hard time picking him to lose any match, even though I see it happen frequently. Not that he loses a lot, but he loses. Um, I, yeah, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going against Cade Brock here. One of my favorite guys to wrestle in the country. I got him against Murin. So freaking slick. Uh, I think he's going to look really good at home here. Two, two uh, takedowns to none. I've been I've been saying for a long time that I think when Cade eventually moves up to 41, he's going to be a different guy. I, I And while I like Murin, while I like Murin, I'm going Cade. Because I've been saying the Cade to 41 thing for so long. I just I truly believe that he was cutting way too much to make 33, and I think he's going to be much better at 41. Take Cade as well. Um, by decision, Mirren was super impressive in the spring, and I think he's going to do really well this year. But Cade just has too much offense. They love him in Stillwater. He's not going to disappoint the hometown crowd. Got it. All right, so we Is all like Is he the Cade. most beloved cowboy? You would, I, w- I would imagine Joe's pretty popular. They mm. love Dayton. Oh, yeah, they yeah. do love Dayton. <laughs> it's going to be like Mardi Gras there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Um, all right, another interesting Just one. Beads on the mat. This is a this is an all name matchup. You got Boo versus Patricio. Um, that's tough. Lugo, Lou Allen. Oh man, Kyle Brackey is a convicted Boo hater because he took his favorite wrestlers and p- p- possibly sons. It's tough because I like I really do like Boo, but I wanted Gio to have that spot. Right. So and that those wounds don't heal easily, but I think. I think this is Lugo. I like Lugo in this match. I think it's, I think it's really exciting actually because both guys are really athletic, good leg attacks, pretty solid scramblers. But I think, I think Lugo's just got a little bit more. I think he's, even though he has an All American, which Boo has, I think um, he's got some better wins. So I'm going Lugo over Boo by decision. Yeah, I mean he definitely has better wins. He beat the guy that. What tech boo? Yeah. Oh my gosh, Sorensen annihilated him. Yeah, and I wonder, you know, now Boo was a different guy at the end of the year. That's my thing. He got better at the end, although he still wasn't like he wasn't incendiary. He got eighth, I believe, right? Well, yes, Boo's and he thing, had a favorable path. Yes, he did. Boo's thing to me, um, well, two things. I think I think he needed to grow into the weight a little bit. Um, he wasn't the biggest forty nine. But but most of all, the most important thing is, Boo has shown a history of, he can get in on anybody, he yeah. can get in he can get in on anybody in the country and he can get in, ten times a match. Can he finish? Is the issue. Can I finish? Um, and so if if he if he increases his finish rate by a couple percent, um, he could make a jump in in. In 2018, 2019, um, I, I'll take I'll take Lugo, I'll take Lugo, but I think I don't know. I think Boo can win. I'm taking Lugo by decision. Lugo decision. Yeah, Lugo's more solid wrestler all around. I think it will be kind of difficult for Boo to score as many points as he needs to win, but he's definitely gonna get a takedown. I'm not saying this is the pee break match. But if you have to pee during a match, it should be during this match. How long you got to pee, dog? 
Huh? We got stream for six minutes. Wait, if you're at the event and you gotta go, I mean, I don't know. It's just you, you need to grab a sandwich. It doesn't. You don't have to use the restroom. Well, it's you all, need a sandwich. We're talking about people at home watching the match. Okay. Well, maybe they just bring their phone wherever, so you don't have to miss it. Um, but anyways, Shomers versus <laughs> Caleb Young. Um, Shomers. I mean, these are both. These are two NCAA qualifiers, right? It's not a terrible match, but when you consider we have Piccinini, DeSanto, and Lee Fix. You know, it pale, pales a little bit. Given the rest of the horsepower. The first four matches match. compared to that one. Yeah. 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 You're, yeah. Sh- I got Shomers by decision here. Yeah, well, I don't know. I don't know what that was. I was <laughs> waiting for a follow-up. What? I just saw what you put at 285. I, I will... <laughs> um, I will take... I'll take Shomers. I hear I'm hearing really good things uh, about him in the room. Of course, you know coaches say coaches really like what they see in the room in July. Um, but I'll take I'll take Shomers. Shomers, Shomers the money. Um, as I have stated with other people, such as Bradis Burgess, when guys go down in weight, I have concerns until I see it. So Shomers. Show Nomad the weight. Show, yeah, that's right. He, he's and what he's referring to is that we have Caleb Young there. He was a he's a sixty five pounder going down. But if Caleb Young is an effective fifty seven, awesome, great. Just great. I have concerns Wonderful. about people going down in weight. But more concerns my... I have. I have more concerns about people going down in weight than people going up in weight. Obviously, wow. <laughs> well, but, but a lot of people have that. A lot of people. Well, a lot of people have. You've you've like repeatedly said what why is this a thing like why are people so concerned about people going up in weight got it you understand well my thought is with young is he actually coming down in weight or did he just not go 57 next I mean, year because there's once upon a time he wrestled 79 kilos at that is true open that's a factually correct statement by the wrestling nomad so yeah um it, it will be a little bit of a cut for sure um it, dude, if he can do it i think he's gonna be very tough i just i mean obviously he's gonna do it like he can do it but do it effectively. Okay. Anyway. So clean sweep for Shomers. 165. Joe Smith versus Alex Marinelli. Yeah. If you take a bathroom break, make sure you're back for, for this one. Yeah. You're not going to want to miss it. These are mm. two powerfully hipped young men. Um, tough guys to score on. Very strong. I, man, until I see and I know for sure that Joe Smith is back to being Joe Smith for sure. I'm going, I'm going bull. I mean, that guy beat the national champion. He had a great year, um, and there's not many guys that can withstand his pace. And Smith could totally win, but I'm going bull. Joseph gets tired sometimes. He gets a little tie tie. Yeah, I'm going bull for exactly that reason. Uh, the bull's pace and third period, um, with same thing. Joe Smith can absolutely win this match, uh, but I'll take I'll take uh, I'll take Alex. Yeah, and sometimes Joe lets matches get get away from him too. Like I don't think this is going to be a major or anything, but sometimes when he gets in that tired zone and losing, then it doesn't just like hold at five two; it gets to seven two or eight three. How many times so. has he been bonus? The bull. I'm not saying he's going to be bonus. Oh. I'm saying. It may quickly get out of reach. I feel like it's just null, 
Nolf. It was just Nolf. Cutler. Yeah. Cutler bonused him? No. Is no. it one? Oh dang! That was a close one at the, the souffle. Um, no, that, that was at the scuffle. It was eight one. Yeah, but oh, it was a no. takedown back points. That, yeah, like, that, that was. It was a one you one. That match? It was a one one match. That was overtime, a, I think. It might have been. I think it was a sudden victory couldn't been, six. Couldn't have been eight one overtime. No, it couldn't have. You're right, dude. It couldn't have been. Uh, but it was like a one one match, and it was seven one. It was one one. You got to take down backs. Yeah. And it was in the same scramble. Just yeah. kind of held him there. Yeah, that, that is not a good example. Um, okay. So that's 65. More heat coming. 174 pounds. We'll feature Chandler Rogers, Dynamite, Maybe. versus Michael Kimmer, Diamond, Dynamite. And um, Dynamite. I've got a couple guys going up in weight, but I've got Michael Kimmer here. Um, I think just more reliable offense. I don't think Chandler's big move stuff will happen. I don't I you don't see Kimmer too often engaging or put in a position where he has to wrestle upper body with guys like he's able to control the hand fight well enough that he's not going to go. He's able to wrestle primarily where he wants to wrestle. So I don't see Chandler able to pull him up with overhooks or stuff. But it doesn't take but once with Chandler and he can put you away regardless I think Kimmer. I got Kemmer as well. So uh, I think he's gonna. I think Kemmer will be just fine at seventy four. Um, I think he's a little bit more uh, um, fundamental. You know, I think uh, Chandler Chandler's a little bit let it fly, and uh, Kemmer will stay at home, and I think he'll win. Solid singles. Two Michael Kemmer, do it right. Uh, Chandler blood. gives up his legs all the time. He do, and, and Kimmer will finish. He will finish. Yes, and he wrestles really, 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 really hard um, for long periods of time. Always helpful in wrestling matches. One eighty four. Willie says Dakota Gear versus Cash Money Millionaires, Cash Wilkie, and I think this is Gear with um, this is maybe the second most boring match. Um, yeah, I, I think it's yeah. Even if it's Jacoby, I think here's the thing. I really like Wilkie. I think he got poo pooed on a lot last year. Um, I think it, it, he's, I think he's very solid, and I think he's even solider at 184. Um, so I don't overlook him, but I think I would take Gear, or even if it's Jacoby, I would take Jacoby. Okay, so no matter who they put out there, Gear decision. Willie would take John's Blaylock over Cash Wilkie is what I'm hearing. He don't care who. Johnny Cash. Okay, so everyone for gear. Nope, I just said Johnny Cash. Oh, dang. All right. Wilkie's good. Uh, yeah, that's not disputed. He's good. Uh-huh. Um, but I think Dakota Gear's. I think that Matt. I think Dakota Gear is really good at wrestling really tough guys closely and really good at Definitely going to be, like, no question, solid and still be qualified. Going to get you points in duels. Going to get you points in matches. This not the duel where he's going to get points. So I think Wilkie actually has more big potential than him. And we'll, well maybe Gear only wrestled ways. one year. Yeah. Well, he we, we he wrestled last year though. I mean, he, he like he redshirted, but he didn't. He wrestled a lot of matches yeah. last year. Give us some highlights, Kyle. Anything? Well, he was fifteen and four. Not a lot of 
Big wins, losses to Michael Coleman, 5-3. Nino Bonacorsi, 8-5. Nino Bonacorsi again, 5-4. And then Louis Dupre messed him up, 10-0. Louis Dupre, I can't wait to see that guy next year. Bonacorsi is going to be a problem. Just, if nothing else, he's he's going to shoot guys into oblivion. Like, that kid does not ever stop shooting. Best wins, probably Jelani Embry last year. Not okay. not a lot of and big Jelani wasn't great last right. year. So. Okay. Yeah. I've, mm, this could be Wilkie. This will be a big match in the duel. I don't hashtag, know hashtag. Um, dang. I kind of feel like I should have picked Wilkie, but. Pay him on the cash app after he wins. All right. 197. Weigel. <laughs> it's illegal. Preston Weigel versus Jacob Warner. Super juicy match here. Yeah, this we- is great. Um, Weigel's beaten just about everyone at 97 outside of Colin Moore, I want to say. But he's lost to a lot of guys, too. Because um, he beat Mock, right? Beat yeah. Mock Novello. He beat, he's beaten Kyle Connell. Um, Kyle he Connell teched Kyle Connell in the first period. Yeah. Sometimes. When he was healthy. <laughs> Seriously, 16-0 in 2 minutes and 57 seconds. I was there. I sneaked it with my own two eyes. He sneaked it. It's been seen. So the the question you have to ask yourself, uh, this is this could be this could be go so many different ways because we've seen with Preston Weigel such ends of the spectrum, some exasperating moments where it's like I think he was up 14-0 at the end of a of a match once and he won like 14 to 0. I'm in a match or a period. No, it was the period. Will and I were there. It was 14 0 after the first period and he won the match 14 <laughs> 0. That is like. I, I'm going to say. I'm not it. kidding. I know it happened. I watched it too. Uh, I don't think that's ever happened in wrestling. 14 0 after one and it ends 14 I mean, I could see it ending 14 6. In believe, a way, that would be better. So I believe in the second period he chose top because he, he got turns, you know, and then he didn't get a turn. And then the other kid took neutral, and they just stood there for how two minutes. He, how did he not get the 15-0 tech then? Why would he not have riding time? Mm. Mm-hmm. I don't know, mm-hmm. but he didn't. So maybe he maybe Waggle chose down and got ridden. I don't know. It happened, though. It happened. Yeah, it did. It, it's exa- it's uh, unbelievable. So the point here is why uh, Waggle can be a little frustrating, but if he gets your wrists, he is absolutely lethal. And how good is Jacob Warner from the bottom position right now? Will Warner's pace be allowed to be effective, right? Will he have the opportunity to bring his pace and leg attacks into, um, into form here? Uh, yeah, I, I also heard Warner is as big as a house. Okay. Mm. Like um, double wide. And I don't know if he can make weight. No, so I mean, so that's good. That's you know, that's a good thing because because Weigel's a big dude. Um, Weigel also Weigel and Jacoby last year, I'm pretty sure were just like walking wounded. Mm-hmm. Yes, so for sure. Um, I don't know. Very interesting matchup, like you said. I mean, Weigel. On one hand, Weigel beat the national champ last year. Uh, on another hand, I, I don't know if there's anybody that Warner can't beat anyway. Right. Uh, Let's call this. This is a potential finals matchup. There's gonna be yeah. some guys in the mix now. If Nichols up, okay, then feels like he'll make the finals. I'll go. It's tough because well, who Warner. can't make the finals here? Jacob Hitch. Warner. Jacob Warner can't make the finals. Not in 2019, though. No. It, it, it's tough. Jacob Warner will have well, a phenomenal career, but not this year. No. Hmm. You know Warner. For his, you know, you know his pedigree. You know, you know he was the 
blue chippest kind of recruit coming in and he had a good year but he did lose to like woodley and 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 somebody else he lost to wilkie didn't he um lost to wilkie lost to bruner lost to patrick brucky yeah okay all right i'm back nomad you're right when you're right right, you're right make your pick it's hard to be good that i don't i don't don't like the matchup i give me warner curveball wow I don't like the matchup. Give me Warner. I don't understand that. You say I don't like the matchup. Who you got? Uh, I don't. I don't think we. I don't think Weigel is the best. I don't think it's the best matchup for Weigel as a guy that comes at you seven minutes like a crazed lunatic. Yeah, I know. But now that he brings up, he lost to Brunner. He lost to Wilkie. He lost to um, who's the other one? Brucky. Brucky. Brucky is. Brucky's good. Strong. Big strong guy. Brucky very strong. <clears throat> Weigel stronger. Which- which Brucky? Brucky Princeton Brucky? Yes. Bru- Brucky very underrated. Yeah. He gonna be. I think he's gonna be problems. This next crop of ninety seven is interesting <clears throat> with Woodley, Warner, Brucky. Yeah. I found Others. the match where it happened, by the way. Okay. And he did win by Tech. Oh. So, but he didn't score another offensive point for four minutes. <laughs> he just hung on to that. It was against time. Zach Bruce of Pitt in. December 4th, 2016. Listen, he was up 14-0 after the first You period. don't just put Zach Bruce away, guys. And then they both took neutral, and no one scored for four minutes. Why didn't he take top? <laughs> Why would he go neutral? <laughs> I remember Willie and I were just laughing. <laughs> How can you? It's hilarious. Um, I remember I remember calling the match with you and looking at each other like, this is we're like, happening. What's happening? Yeah. <laughs> I got I got Weigel by, I'll say, decision. Uh, I was leaning Warner. When we when I first looked at this, and now I'm back on Waggle. Yeah, I am too. Look, again, it's an accomplishment to be up 14-0 and then win 15-0 as time expires. <laughs> I, you almost have to. You almost have to be like, watch this. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I re- like, I remember had, John Smith Waggle was not happy. Was, oh no, he was not happy. <laughs> oh my gosh. There's, that's you, the worst doghouse to be in. It has is that we should one day do worst doghouses to be in in college wrestling. Uh huh. John's got to be up. There. I remember when he was half pissed off at Keegan Moore. <laughs> oh yeah. I don't think you even get like a, a roof when you're in John's doghouse. You just get left out in the cold. Yeah. The John Smith's doghouse is outside. Yeah. This is where you live. Dog. <laughs> you just get left out in the cold. Your house is the wilderness. Enjoy. <laughs> Enjoy Stillwater. Oh crap. All okay. Right. Jacob, Warner. you have the score. You have the scores all in there? Yeah, it's, uh, we're, we're, we're okay. going to have to get no, into criteria. No, no. We have one more match. Yeah. Don't tell them. Don't tell them. I just want to make sure you have the Weigel Warner thing. Last match, 285, Derek White, Cowboy Bulk Job. Who who are we saying for um, Iowa? Chris? I'm saying Sam Stoll. What? No. Okay, Anthony Cassiope. Why no? Is This duel usually happens in January. No, it's yeah, Doesn't every time. Second weekend in January. Every time. Yes, it does. <laughs> the last time. It was literally in January last Bro, year. Bro, we can it break was in out. in January in Stillwater two years ago. Are you going to make us We can break out the Okie State Media Guide. Okay. It's like when, between January the, 14th and 18th grid, every year. Gr- what was the gridiron thing? What year? That was, that was okay. The time they wrestled outside at the football stadium, yes, it was in November. But that was because it was outside at the football stadium. Every other time. January 14th last year. It's January. It's going to be in January. So, second weekend in January. 
So neither team released January fifteenth, two thousand seventeen, and no, n- neither team has released their schedule. All right. So if it's January, yeah, stole. Yeah. I'm going. Um, I'm going Derek White. Here I'm. Although here's one thing. Here's a case for Sam Stoll. Michael Hughes, an enormous man, gave Derek White problems. He is so big. I mean, these two wrestled each other last year. Yeah, Stoll beat him last year. In yeah. like, but tiebreakers. It was terrible. And, <laughs> and Derek White almost took him down multiple times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that was a pretty good match. Oh. It really was actually for a ultimate tiebreaker heavyweight match. I, yeah, yeah. I, th- this year, I mean, it's tough to say because last year Stoll was recovering. This year from surgery. This he's year he's recovering, recovering from a gunshot wound and surgery and surgery. So how much does that impact that? I don't know. Um, so, all right, I'll go, I'll go Derek White. I'm taking Derek White because he hasn't been shot. Yes. I'm, Had they I'm, both been uh, shot, I'd probably go Sam Stoll. You're taking the bulk job? I was going to take, 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 right. take Stoll, but you're right. Last year was a one – last year was super close, and now – Stone got shot. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not funny. I'm saying facts. It's yeah. not I funny. Know. It's what? just like so ridiculous. So you you don't think that this this match will be a shootout? We need ballistics breakdown to figure out who's gonna win the match. I never thought no, that man, would stop. factor in our analysis. Stop saying shootout. He's fine. <laughs> I know. The Maybe fact not legally, a, but he's fine. I think it's a single bullet theory. Oh my Magic gosh. bullet. <clears throat> Yeah. Uh, he, he did get shot from the grassy knoll. <laughs> he didn't. Uh, give me, give me, give me, I'm going, give me Stoll. See, Stoll's like the number one ranked guy, right? I, I have a lot of confidence. In, I have a lot of confidence. Can you rank him number Derek one White. with the gunshot wound? Yes. Okay. Is he actually number one no, with I, the bullet? Oh my oh. God. <laughs> That was good. That was good. All right. Uh, who do you have? I got Stoll. Come on. Okay. Come on. Come on. All right. Uh, Bracky, you have to decide who the winner is based on really total match it. points scored. Oh. Is that close? I have it tied. You have it wow. 15 to 15. Well, Iowa will have more match points. You say Iowa have more yes. match points. Okay. Why? Who's getting blown out? Uh, Spencer will widen the gap. Kimmer's going to score. Bull and Kimmer. Yeah. Actually, that's that would be my take, too, if it comes down to match points. But well, it doesn't matter because you have Oklahoma State winning, as and Willie and I have Iowa winning. Dang, I'm the only one. While you're wearing an <laughs> Iowa hat. Are wow. you kidding me? You, you should wow. have to take that hat off right yeah, now. Yeah, take it off. Take the hat Everyone's off. No, <laughs> no, 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 it's the Hawkeyes. Hawkeyes, take it off. It's like a switch. Dang it. Oh, like, he lost it. <laughs> he just threw yes. it. Man. Remember when Christian opened yes. the show and said that Nomad hates Iowa? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, okay. Who knows how I'll feel when the time comes. Is this match even happening? It's definitely on the schedule, right? They always wrestle. Okay, yeah. Well, this, okay. Is, this isn't it. Well, but because the, the last one, I'm just. The, the last, last one, one is not going right, to happen, probably. Okay. Yeah. This one will happen. Yeah, this one will happen. So, okay. <clears throat> what did I, 
Nomad, what did I have the score at? Um, you and I both have, you and I both have it eighteen to twelve. Um, Hawkeyes of Iowa City. What what do I have it? Eighteen to twelve Oklahoma. Oh State. my gosh! All right, so that's one match and it's tied, and then Iowa wins some match points. Or, it's not. I should have. <laughs> I sh I think my mistake will be either Gear or DeSanto. We ultimately don't know what the, what these lot. I mean. You know, yeah, right. seriously. We don't know what Oklahoma State. Some of these matches are flippable. <laughs> Crap. I mean, it's we like, pretty what, much know what, Iowa's lineup. What, Oklahoma's what right. That, yeah, Iowa's. We feel confident about. Yeah. Okay. Eight fifty-five a.m. Um, let's get to some questions. That don't have a lot of time sucking topics. Huh? Our, our. Uh, yeah, I know. Uh, well, that, <coughs> that was a good one. Thank you for the question. Um, Stilly Vanilli. Oh, we didn't do tears. Tears for fears. That's right. all right. We'll do tears next Tuesday. They'll be they'll be ready for you next week. Yeah, oh, they weren't even in here. Yeah, he no, didn't. they're not. Yeah, they're not. There. I didn't do them. <laughs> he, didn't do them. <laughs> he didn't do them. I didn't do them. I, we're I not going to do them. We can't do them next week. He's on vacation. Oh my gosh. No, it's fine. I'll still put him in for you guys. Oh wow, thanks. Oh, what a guy. Will you still do minutes? Uh, yeah, I'll listen to the show and do minutes. <laughs> I'm kidding, <laughs> doofus. Don't do that. It's your vacation. If you listen to FRL on vacation, well, you probably should. I mean, Do you think that you and Pat Downey will sit on the couch and listen to FRL together? We'll watch probably FRL drink 40s together. and sit Do on the not. Couch don't and bring him down the path. <laughs> don't bring him down the path. It's <laughs> worth him bringing me down Pat. the path. <laughs> hey, Stop. Pat, don't let Nomad be a bad influence. No. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. Pat, you stay away from this I guy. Video, I want <laughs> video of you driving your Vespa with Pat Downey on the back. I, that IG story will be will be tight. Okay, next question. Uh, this is interesting. It's not a long topic, but I, it's worth worth mentioning. From Brad Cyphers at Brad Cyphers, Rudis now outfitting Hofstra. I believe this is their first D1 program, which is awesome. Will this trend continue? Will they be able to challenge for larger programs down the road? I do not. I think it is awesome. I think it's really cool um, that they get to do this. But they, you can't just. It's not that simple. You know, these schools <laughs> sign. Yeah. Ohio State is Nike, period. Iowa's Nike. There's nothing you can do. I mean, they NC can't. NC State's Adidas. They, they're talking the, the athletic programs, as a, the, the, the whole department, the, every team is Nike. Yeah, yeah. It's not like a wrestling decision. Yeah. It's like, no, football is, so everybody is. And right. schools are not going to make that decision based on wrestling. Yeah, right. and that's, that's ultimately why Rudis, while many schools, I'm sure Ohio State, if Tom Ryan has his, had his way, would say, yeah, we are all Rudis, right? But not just not an option. R Rudis or anyone would probably have to come with, like, an excess of cash to cover, like, a broken contract. Yeah. I would imagine. So how much can this happen? I, I think, you know, programs like Hofstra, they also <laughs> have Binghamton. Um, I think they're going to be able to kind of eat around the edges in that way. But ultimately, um, I, they're never, I don't think you're going to see a, a Penn State Rudis singlet or an Iowa Rudis singlet, even though um, they have licensing deals with Iowa and Ohio State and some other schools. So um, I, I think Rudis' impression within the wrestling community is going to continue to grow as we've seen it grow. Um, but I don't see them getting but... Uh, a handful of D1 schools. Could be wrong. But now that they have a shoe, it's really interesting. And I wonder if, like, Under Armour schools, maybe they get their shoes, right? That's a potential path, right? right? Hmm? Yes, no, I'm agree with you. Okay. 
I don't know what else there is to say about it. I don't know if you guys have anything, or we can go on to the next question. Yeah, I mean, like, a great one. Like I said, I think they would. I, I think they would have to <clears> essentially <throat> come with an excess of cash to for like a broken contract, and have to convince the athletic department why it would be a good decision to. Um, and in the meantime, you still have Adidas, Nike, um, via APS, like also trying to raise their game and actually trying to not just. Uh, you know, have like the, the 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 main school's contract, which is primarily football and basketball, be with these institutions. But like, you know, th- those guys at Adidas and Nike <laughs> actually taking interest, and in, we're actually going to design your singlets and your shoes and everything. Um, so yeah, it, it's going to be hard for them to to break into college, um, but bits and pieces at a time. Okay. Next question. This is this is great. Freaky <laughs> Friday. <laughs> Reverse. If Spencer Lee woke up in Wrestling Nomad's body, does he still win NCAAs? No. I don't think so. No. All right. <laughs> now, hold on. Do you know what's not sort an of... indictment on Spencer Lee? It's more of an yeah, it's indictment, indictment on, on okay. body. Okay. All right. Let me, let me, let me think about yeah. this a little bit. I'm, I don't I'm know how this question thought. I'm the other way. Well, if, Spe- if Nomad's brain woke up in Spencer's body, I say no. If Spencer's brain woke up in Nomad's body, I'd say yeah. He doesn't have the same strength. Listen, hold on. Yeah, now hold on. Let me let me allow me, please. Nomad is not if if Nomad was training, I mean he's naturally a pretty strong guy. For Stop. he's he's grippy, he's cl- he's not he's not a weakling. He's he, he looks like a waif, I know. But I think <laughs> you give him. I, I don't have. I don't have Division One wrestler training strength yet. <laughs> like that, 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 that is not. That is not on the table. If 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 I was training consistently with like a a very good um, Division Here's Three program, yeah, I would probably not it terribly the suck. The problem is skin checks. That's what he's failing skin checks, guys. Yeah, he true. is yeah. failing skin checks. Spencer, you're gonna do everything right, and his. He has retractable ringworm. If you have one outdoor match, if they let him outside before NCAAs. Uh, I NCAA, hope this yeah. isn't at NCAAs because if this is at NCAAs and he goes to skin check, they're shutting down the tournament. <laughs> yeah, they're going to have yeah. to – they'll have to bomb the whole place just like to disinfect the it. Tussle on the turf can't happen. <clears throat> yeah, no tussle on the turf. Um, so Spence Lee would not win uh, with Nomad's body because he would fail skin checks. But we, more think, so because the freakish strength that – Spencer has um, developed. Well, here's okay. Here's another. Here's a. Here's an interesting thought. What if makes his bars Spencer more. Lee's mind enables him just to get more out of his body, right? I mean, like, w- yes. I mean, obviously it would, but the, the, there there's a limit to that. What that Spencer? When you watch Spencer wrestle, you say to yourself, "Dude must be freakishly strong." But when you like, Spencer's not like physically imposing, right? He doesn't no. look like Hulk Hogan. No, he does not. But he obviously has but, strength that Nomad does not have. Yeah. So, no matter Sp- how much you want to as, try to say, as Spencer's good as not physically as, as good as as good as Spencer's uh, arm bars are, like it it helps that he is freakishly strong, and he worked for that, developed that clearly. Like, but that 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 sure as hell doesn't hurt. Yeah. Yet. Yet. So the key yeah. word for that one is yet, Spencer. I'm not counting you out, buddy. Um, next topic. Next topic. Tyler Guth at Tyler Guth underscore. Practice room matches can be RTC members you'd most want to watch. Um, 
would lo always love to see Rutherford Nolf. I think that's the one that's like, what really happens there? How do Nickel and Mark Hall Really, Penn State? You can see Spencer and Gilman. Here's one I want to see. Here's one I really want to see. It's actually two. Kale versus DT. How is that going now? And since Snyder sometimes goes there, Snyder versus Kale. Because I've, I've heard those matches have happened, and I think they're a little surprising. Um, it's a little second-hand like effort. Kale apparently like, holds his yeah. own. I don't... <laughs> I'd like to see Casey against some of those guys, too. Casey versus the world. I don't like the... Uh, Cody versus Carson Coon. <laughs> I don't like the... <laughs> Spade was telling me there's, like, people on the message boards who are like, yeah, well, you know, if Kale had wrestled, you know, he would have just won nine world titles in a row. I don't... It, is that true? Because the last time he wrestled, he got fifth. I, and, I don't think many people actually hold that opinion, but I do think... From 2002 on, he would on, certainly have had a better career and more medals. But would he have just won? Would he have just peeled off ten in a row? I, that seems no one, no one. There's no one. No one that. believes that, dude. That's a fake argument. But I do think there is an argument. He could have been on the team from 2002 to now. Like if he said, "I'm a competitor to now," why not? You don't think he beats David? Well, well spot the lie. Well, wait. I don't know if you want 86. I'm sure. I don't think his. I don't think anyone's. But that's uh, 16 years. I don't. Yeah, there's no way. It's maybe that's impossible, but I think his body holds up. Uh, that guy is still spot the lie. He is still in really good shape. He's no, still, I don't think he makes the I team 16 he... years in a row. <laughs> <laughs> Call well, me crazy. Well, hold on. 2002 to 2011. T tell me when he doesn't make the team. Yeah. Mm, well, what weight's he going? He's going 84, or 96. 84 is the weight he went. Uh, it, either weight. Yeah, no, from two, Did, from two, two to eleven. If he had continued, yeah, that would make sense. Okay, and then okay, two thousand eleven, he smacks up Herbert. Two thousand twelve, Herbert makes a team. Who makes a team there at eighty four? Herbert or Kale? Yeah, probably so Kale. But at some point, years. there is a point of diminishing, like where his body starts breaking down. Well, well let's just go. It just happens to everybody. Twenty thirteen. Who's our guy at? Uh, it's Keith Gavin. Is, is he still? Is he still eighty four at this point? Twenty. Yeah, twenty thirteen. Keith Gavin. How old's Kale at that point? He beats Keith Gavin. Probably, but again, 2014, there's, the, Ed Ruth. There's, there's additional wear and tear on the body. I know, but I'm just saying there's there's a chance that Kale, dude, Kale's a, Kale's a freak in, in a lot of ways. He yeah. is. I think I think if he made his mind up. Is he an alien nomad? Yeah. He's an alien. Confirmed. Uh, and yeah, does that mean he brings home? I, I think he wins worlds, and I think he wins somewhere in the mix a, another Olympic I think he title. Wins another probably like five or six medals, for which sure. is a metric historically I mean, he, he, great listen. number for America. I just don't think he peels off titles every year. Sharifov, that dude's forty. Yeah, I, I think. Uh, he, I think Kale's in, gonna. All right, so we're, so we'll do some Russian math. But I don't think anybody thinks that he. I don't think there's anybody on Earth that thinks he's he so wins. Sharifov's thirty-three. Twelve gold in a row. He's Thirty-seven. How old's Kale now? Is he forty yet? Jeez, it's hard to imagine him holding up. But still, think if he could just like enter the tournaments, he'd be he'd be up there. All right. What other any other practice room matches? I I just I'm I'm forever fascinated by Kale because. 
we were, I don't want to say deprived, but man, we don't know. You know, he didn't, he did not wrestle the the maximum amount. The the candle burned out long before the legend ever did. (laughs) Have y'all heard? They don't know that song, but I'm. (laughs) No, yes, I got it. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Kind of uh, old. I knew wow. that. We can't. We Goodbye. can't. I don't know if we let's can say, play let's music. Let's say the matches here. that Tyler. Tyler said J.O. Yanni, Spencer Gilman, Spencer DeSanto, Taylor and Bo, Nolf and Hall. Um, I'd like to see. I mean, J.O. J.O. and Greasy would make for some interesting exchanges. Um, but yeah, I think uh, I think that's it. Somebody asked. Also, I don't know if it's in this list that you had, but. It's way far off. But 2020 Olympic team, I thought that was fun. Dude, we get we had multiple 2020 questions, and we've been frequently getting them. Um, we've we've kind of already did our predictions, and we'll, we'll resurface it every now and again. But, um, yeah, we can't talk about the Olympics every time. Olympic redshirt criteria is what I'm looking forward to. Mm, that'll be fun to talk about. Okay. Um... I like Ray Asalas' question. Okay, I'm not gonna say. His can you Twitter say his? Handle. Can you say his um, handle? Twitter nope. handle? Who? Ray Asalas. Nope. Not gonna say that one. What would you said it before on here? Oh yeah. What would you rather bet on as a high school recruit? Raw talent guy hoping he develops technically in a college room, or a technical savant? that hopefully develops better conditioning strength, basically which is more valuable, which is hard to develop once an athlete gets to college. Well, you can't develop – well, talent doesn't exist according to Ben Askren. So there's, there's two <laughs> things. he rejects the premise. There's two things to this question because the way it's worded, I'm going to assume it's for college. For college, um, give me the guy who's like actually the better wrestler. But when it gets to senior level, give me the alien. Hmm. Interesting. I don't really understand. Um, I, what? Why Why don't you think you could develop an alien in college? You have five years. No, 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 well, it's not about... It's not about... Devi- okay, so there, the, the more important thing than... Or, yeah, I guess. The, is the thing you talked about uh, Tuesday, which is, like, how much do you love the sport? Okay? So there is the matter of... How much do these people actually love the sport? If you have, if you have um, a dude who doesn't know what he's doing but is a freak and has insane genetic potential and loves the sport, um, yes, you, you, you take that guy. But probably you get better, the, the way that, that I'm reading this, you get better technique because you like the sport more and you have to weigh in more and do more things. And, and th- there's a lot more that goes into being um, mm. good in college than just being good at wrestling. So um, in, in – in in this That's sense, cool. I'm gonna say bet on the technical savant. However, when you get to the senior level where genetic potential matters, um, give me the alien. Okay. Anyone else? No, I, I pretty I, I I agree with the premise that of what Nomad's saying. I would take I would take the um, the raw guy nine times out of ten. Okay. Good stuff. I'll take the. Never. I'll take the technical guy. Yeah, I think I think we're seeing. No, I don't know. Yeah, give me the raw. Okay. I guess it, I, I, I guess want the Machiavello. Well, yeah. I guess it ultimately boils down to. 
you can teach technique. You can't teach other things. Right. Um, all right. Any more questions? I think it's go time. I think. We, oh, wait. No way. Um, I have a whole other page here of great ones. You guys were on fire. Casey Kreider of the Denver Broncos. Can you forgive me for not being able to keep up with the show while in training camp? We do have a clause for NFL players. Casey, come on. Get it together. The forgiveness clause. Did you? Your now, long, here's, here's, long snapping. Your long snapping 17 hours a day. Here's, here's my thing. Did Casey get in trouble and get his phone confiscated? Or is it one of those oh. old school camps where they stay in like the college dorms? How's he and, tweeting us? Well, maybe he has yeah, go to the library. Maybe he's got a, a Palm Pilot. I'll tell you what. I drafted Casey as my long snapper in my fantasy league the other day. If you're in a league with long like, snappers for yeah, your fantasy you're league, a you're a psychopath. Yeah, don't be I'm a kiss-up. No, you were uh, Of course you're forgiven as long as you keep I'm not, making tackles I'm not like you did up. in the first preseason game. He made a tackle? I think two. That's not a good thing for long snappers to be making tackles. Oh, no, I guess it is. They, yeah, I, yeah. I, I think it. Yeah, it I is. Think, yeah, I think it's fine. Yeah, it's absolutely fine. Dang, that means he is hustling. Yeah. Or the play gets way downfield, which is... Isn't Casey, isn't Casey on that uh, Casey's Pizza, Breakfast Pizza bandwagon? Heck yeah, he is. Well, I mean, he so owns I, it, so... It's his breakfast pizza. It's his breakfast pizza. Yeah, should we say he's an NFL um, long snapper or a Casey's or a pizza? pizza mogul. I'm not sure which makes you more famous in this day and age, especially also, in the wrestling world. Casey, just play FRL in the locker room. Arnold Palmer doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> Arnold Palmer doesn't have time to play golf. He's a he's a drink mogul. Come yes, on. that's right. Um. Okay, but yeah, thank you. Replacements for Bracky after he accepts the ISU position. Hmm. That's tough. Can you replace? Uh, How do you that? replace? Oh, 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 a full switcheroo. We're just doing a trade. Trade for a player to be named later as well. Wow, which will be Nomad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Nomad's coming to Iowa State. <laughs> yeah, he's coming. Okay, all right. We'll, we'll put him to work. He's gonna mop the mats. Um, actually, that'd be a terrible idea. He'd infect everyone. <laughs> <laughs> can't let him keep it. Keep him white. You can't even let him in the room. Let him work his. I. Nomad, Nomad would be, be great. donor relations. Yes. Yeah. Alumni relations. Yeah. He oh, loves to handshake. Yeah. He never met a stranger. No Nomad is kind of a sneaky dark horse to take the take the position right from you. Is Nomad's ultimate position in the no, wrestling I'm world in the wrestling as, room. as the spokesman for Defense Soap? <laughs> I think <laughs> Zeb's they, got that down pat. If they can cure him and get him on the path and keep him ringworm free, that's the ultimate endorsement. Um <laughs> I mean, hundred percent. Last question here. What is going on with Zane Rutherford? It's Rutherford. Come on, guys. Is he going back down to 65? Seems like his best weight to win at the world and Olympic level. Yes, I believe he's going back down. I think. Um, Penn State coming hard in 2019. <laughs> Sorry. Sneezage. Um, yeah, he's yeah 2019. It's going to be Nittany Lion crazy, I think. Uh, Zane will be back down. Zane J.O., I think it's 65. Um, Giannis? Yeah, Yanni and Logan and McKenna are going to be there at 65. But to me, it's those two. Um, and it's going to be awesome. And it's going to be – it will be work for Zane to get down to where he can do 143 and a half two days in a row. But he can certainly do it. That's my concern with Zane and J.O. Like, I understand they're the two best guys. But how, how hard is that cut going to take a toll on them? Because if it's not – the fact that he's finals. not going 49 all year is 
that he can just basically make his life around. Got to make it four times, and it's four times. Um, it, it's it's doable, right? And what are your other options? Go seventy. Why? For what reason do you go seventy? Do you want to go up at seventy four? No way. It's like <laughs> Zane at seventy four. Good lord. Well, uh, hey, it's <laughs> so, one or the other so in twenty twenty. No, I know. I'm just like he's. Yeah. If there was, if it was now, I'll say this: if it was folk style, and he could go once. Hey, man, roll the dice, get him on top. Uh, but that's not how the Olympics are. No. I don't think they're going to change. Um, personally, so that's my thought. I guess I don't know if you guys all agree or um, whatever. Yeah, I've, I've thought that since Jump Street. If, if Jo can make sixty-five comfortably, scary. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not putting Zane on the team here. I, it's he's got it to do, but yeah, uh, I'm, I'm not saying that either. I'm saying Zane 65. I don't. I don't see any other. Why? There's there's no other options. Zane also. So again, like historically, Olympics are dominated by both like the 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 guys who and girls who make the team. Um, this is like all sports, like 24 to 26. It's just a thing, and Zane's like right entering that like peak age to where he would fit the Olympic profile, mm-hmm. and he was he's maybe the I best guy to begin with. I'm, uh, I'm on I'm on the downswing there, bud. By 2020, you're gonna be 27. By 2020, I will be 29. Oh my gosh! Wow. Do you look back on your career with a little bit of regret? Every single day. Do you wish you didn't go to the Smoothie King when you should have been riding back with your? team no i wish that i had been born in davison michigan so i could be best friends with john reader and brent metcalf and um yeah i would have i would have reached my potential which is um probably <laughs> about five percent more than it actually was also paul donna paul donahoe okay yeah paul donahoe yeah that's pretty good all right i think we're good to go here um feel free to play our outro music great show we will be we will be sad without you, Wrestling Nomad, nah, next week. We'll be fine, but yeah. we'll How, still sad. How'd you get a North Dakota State shirt? Uh, two years ago at Fargo. I was going to say, not Cut. this year, bud. You didn't even go. You didn't go the two years before that. So Turns out, the, one thing I, I have learned, uh, if you work for Flow Wrestling, you could come. If you get a job for Flow Wrestling, kids, come to Austin with like 10 shirts. Because over the course of your time, Flow Wrestling, you will acquire 47 shirts. It drives people my wife will just, bonkers. One time at Super 32, someone just left a bag of shirts there for us. Yeah. Now, we didn't take them because, you know, Indian smallpox um, warfare, but... Why didn't you take them? That was a joke. Oh. Well, I know it's not for smallpox, um, but why didn't you take the shirts? No, we did take the shirts. Oh, okay, got it. <laughs> No, man. I'm ready for you to go on vacation. <laughs> I'm so glad you're going to be on. Um, okay. I don't hear the music yet, but thank you to Asics. Um, thank you to you, Willie. Thank you to Kyle and the Wrestling Nomad. We'll be back. We'll still do this Tuesday uh, with or without the Wrestling Nomad. We will have 149 tiers. 149 is going to be so fun. I don't even want to say why. I don't even want to say why. I want to see. I want to be surprised with, with Nomad's tiers. Um, because I have a lot of opinions about this weight. I think one of the most exciting weights next year for um, a lot of different reasons. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be... You thought Michael uh, Machiavello was a random winner? We could... Possibilities are endless here. 
Okay, that way, that way makes sense. I was gonna say, what in what way? Yeah, yeah. Right. We're not gonna have like a Yanni Meredith thing, but it's gonna be it's gonna be good. It's going right. to be good. Thank you guys for listening. See you Tuesday. Thank you to Asics. We out. <laughs>